Well, good evening from Vernon, British Columbia, in Canada, in the province of British Columbia. It's uh, April the 29th at approximately 8 o'clock p.m. I don't know what time it is where you are or anything, but hope you're doing well. And if you're just tuned in, thanks for checking in. <clears throat> anyway, a topic I thought I'd talk about tonight is uh, one I imagine most people have heard about, whatever. How much they've thought about it, I don't know. <clears throat> I know that I think about it from time to time, but I've never really had any clear real understanding on it, maybe except lately, maybe a little more. And that topic is, are you willing to bet that there's no hell in the future? That's a, that's a pretty big bet, isn't it? When I uh, read or when I listen to what Jesus Christ said in uh, Matthew, I think it was. He was the one who talked about hell. Nobody else really talked about it that much except him. And it appears that he knows about it because he created it. Now, <clears throat> the hard thing about hell is this. If you go by what Jesus Christ says, which people don't want to believe, I don't believe, that he says that it is uh, torment and, and suffering forever. There's no, there's no uh, final uh, expi expiration or death or whatever. Now that's hard for people to swallow. They can't, can't visualize that. But, because we think we have a better plan. He said that it's, hell is not someplace you would ever want to be. And he created, uh, created hell for Satan and his angels. That's what the start of it was. But, that doesn't stop God from sending him there. The four, the four worst, the four worst words you can ever hear in this universe or in any time would be if he said, "I don't know you." That would be. What are you going to do if something happened like that? He said there will be gnashing of teeth and screaming or whatever. Now, I have a tendency to believe what Jesus Christ says. I don't think, I don't think you can go wrong not trusting what he says. I don't believe that you have to, that you can really believe anybody else. And, He's proven that what he says is true. 
or millennia about what's going to happen, what's this, what's that. He said, I'm going to, I'm going to be crucified, and I'm going to, you know, be buried for three days, and I'm going to rise again. God says in the Old Testament that uh, that he was slain before the world began to pay for mine and yours sins for not being able to keep the law of God. And yet God wanted an out for his for us, you and me and all the people who ever lived. Eighty to a hundred billion or maybe more. And uh, the thought of hell, <laughs> I mean, if you really consider it, there is nothing you shouldn't do to avoid that. Nothing. Jesus said, if you believe that I died for your sins and that God sent me here to do that, you will have eternal life. I will. If you believe that, I will give you account that as righteous before God. And righteous, by the way, means right with God, as far as I know. Now, how do you do that? Well, you basically admit to God that you believe and that. You ask for forgiveness for all the things that you can't do. And you can't do it. I mean, it just, everyone falls into that. And he said he will forgive to the utmost. Just ask for forgiveness honestly and you will be forgiven. St. Peter told people, they said, when they said, what are we going to do? We will uh, murder Christ, the Messiah, what are we going to do? He said, repent and be baptized. How many people get baptized anymore? How many people get married anymore? How many people go to church anymore? We're living in a generation right now that is what they call falling away, going away. You know that with your own family, your own people you work with, you can tell. And basically they made it, make it known to you they don't want to talk about that. Now it's, it's uh, the thing is you can't save anybody, or I can't. I can't save anybody at all. I can tell them about things, maybe what to think about, what to do and who to ask to be saved. And if they will do that, then it's not, I mean, it's not up to me, it's up to Jesus Christ. It's up to God to draw them to Jesus. That's what it says. Jesus told people to go out throughout the world and be a witness for them. That's it. He didn't say anything else. He said, go out and be a witness. For what I have done, came here, died, right? <clears throat> he didn't say go out and save everybody. You can't do that anyway. 
So the people who tell you that, oh, I got saved and so and so and so and so. Only God can save you. And Jesus can save you. No one else. Now, the uh, people who believe in things like the rapture, for instance, that wasn't, that wasn't always here. That just came up, I don't know, 50, 80, 100 years ago, 80, I don't know. Somebody dreamt that up. It wasn't there before. And the reason is they don't want to be around when shit hits the fan. And I don't think, and nowhere that I have seen in the Bible where it says, oh yes, I will take all the believers out of here. I mean, they've changed it around. They've called it an Arpazio thing and they uh, captured away and all this stuff. And I notice there's more and more churches that book I preach that. I don't know if, if they're doing that to satisfy their people, to make them feel good and not worried about anything. But I don't think that's true. I think if that was in the case, Jesus Christ would have talked a lot more about that. I don't remember talking about that at all. He talks about coming and with a shout, and the dead in Christ will rise first, and then those who are alive, the believers who are alive, will be next. <clears throat> now, that's when he comes to this planet. When he arrives on this planet, when he arrives on this planet, He'll be defeating uh, Satan and all the forces and the world armies and the 200 million army that's supposed to destroy Jerusalem and all that. And he defeats all that and he sets up his own, his own kingdom from Jerusalem. And those that he calls, he's calling them for a reason that will be there to help run, operate this whole world and whoever's left in it for a thousand years. I mean, that's not long in God's time, but it's a long time in my time or your time. And uh, to avoid that, to avoid you, if you get, if you get to that point, you're a terribly lucky person. I mean, luck isn't even a word for it. You, you know, you are, you have won the biggest jackpot in the universe. And huh, I don't know. I just think about that. But the business of hell. It's not for me to decide if hell is real or not. I have no power to decide that. No intelligence to tell me that that's right or wrong. I can only believe what Jesus Christ said. And I decided quite a while ago that I wasn't going to believe people, what people say, what media says, what my family says, what preachers say. No. None of that. 
Not anymore. I don't have to say anything to them. Or I just say, okay, I guess that's your opinion. But I'll believe every word that God has said in the Old Testament and what Jesus and his, through his prophets have said and what Jesus Christ has said in the New Testament. And by right, I should get a Bible with the red letters in it like you should do where everything that Jesus said in the three and a half years that he was on this planet, you can read and that you can take to the bank. You can you can put bet your life on that. There's nothing else in this world that you can do like that. Nothing. And you know, you are here, and I am here as a result of God's plan. We had nothing to do with it. You know, basically, my father planted a seed in my mother, and that's why I'm here. And that system that God put in place has been going on for centuries, thousands of years. I think it's close to 6,000, 7,000, 6,000 years, pretty soon. Just replicates. And uh, the world has done all kinds of things to destroy God's plan, which they can't, can't do that. They can try, though, and, and they cause a lot of damage. All the uh, destruction of newborn babies that is being going on in real high gear in the last few years, you know, in, up in the millions. Now, if you think about that, millions. When I grew up, when I grew up, there wasn't, I didn't hear of one. I didn't hear of anything like that. They were all Albertans. <laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> now, who knows who they are? The women have conspired to kill their own children so they have the same results from the sex act as the man does. No responsibility. No repercussion. The only thing is they're killing one of God's children. And I don't think God is going to overlook that at all. How he's going to deal with it will be a very just way and how, uh, who he's going to put the blame on. I sometimes think that it's, uh, you know, the man, in my estimation, has the most responsibility in the sex act. He is the one who carries the seed, and he plants the seed in the woman's egg. Now, who's responsible for this? She just has the egg. He's got the sperm. He's got the spark of life and he's spreading it around. And then he doesn't want to take the responsibility for it in most cases. Talks her into getting rid of it. But it's not like it used to be. It's not like, it's not 14 year olds rushing in to want to get an abortion. No, no. no. It's women, older women, women of all ages who don't want any problem with the sex act other than that's free to them as it is to men. 
and you know health or the health of women what are they talking about talk about a lie a satanic bloody lie oh well <laughs> but anyway let's get back to the main point of this whole deal I think a person should take what Jesus Christ said seriously and realize that hell is there not because I said it not because you say it doesn't be there Jesus Christ said it is there and I put it there Nobody else did. He's the creator. He put it there. And it's there for Satan and his angels to start with, but he, he can expand hell as much as he needs to have whatever. Now, that's not a good way, a good note to end this on, but it is a serious note. You know, <laughs> I just turned 89, and my next birthday is going to be 90. So, I mean, i got to get serious about something. <laughs> I mean, I can joke about that, but, you know, like they say it's time to cram now. <laughs> no, I have believed that. I have believed in Jesus for a long time. And I believe that he's, God has been good to me all my life. I mean, I've gone through some awful things, but... I've gone through them. Didn't kill me. And uh, there was times when I know that I was being I was being watched over or helped. I knew that. I just knew it. Oh, and that, you know that's a very good feeling to think that the God of this universe and Jesus Christ actually. And, uh, that you keep an eye on you. And I mean, how they can do it, I have no idea out of all the people in the world. I mean, how in the world would they do that? We'll never know until God explains how, how he can be in a million places at once. How he can be right next to you all the time, be next to someone else all the time, be everywhere, know everything, everything knows it in advance. He does not wait around to see how it's going to turn out. In most cases, I think he has a general idea exactly how it's going to turn out. Or, he says there are those who are predestined. I guess they're pretty lucky. So, can we leave it there? I'm going to take it seriously that Jesus Christ says there is a real hell. And I, I hope that I qualify for, I ask him, and when I pray to him, I ask that he would forgive me my sins and keep me in the book of life. And I think that would be a good thing for you to do. I, it doesn't, it, it, what does it cost you? Other than, if, but you have to believe this. You have to believe it. 
and you have to know when you're in your heart of hearts you know that what you're thinking about is true anyway if you'd like to subscribe I'd appreciate that <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to but if you want to it'll keep you up to date on when I make one of these things and uh, until then good night God bless you and keep you. Thank you.